Welcome to the Pod Fast Foodcast, a podcast about fast food. I'm Ryan. And I'm Steven. Welcome to Welcome to the Pod Fast Foodcast. Welcome to the Pod Fast Foodcast, podcast about fast food. On this show, each week we go to a different fast food place and we try one of their many menu items. We review it, we give it a score. Sometimes we rank it depending on what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where do we go this week, dude? McDonald's, McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. <laughs> We're reviewing McDonald's. We're reviewing the McCrispy. Now, what is that? Chicken sandwich. We're back on the, ch- oh. on the chicken sandwich kick. We mentioned okay. it, you know, a few weeks ago. We kind of want to get back in the habit. And I feel like, I don't know, I don't mean don't want to speak for you, Rye. We, we're just feeling it today. Yeah, I mean, it's not like us to maintain promises on this show. But it's one of our new goals. And so we're, we're, making, we're, making, we're making right by our deal. And do another chicken sandwich. So I feel like our listeners, despite being very familiar with McDonald's, I mean, who isn't? Mm-hmm. They might not be familiar with the McCrispy. No. Because it is relatively new. The name, that is. Yes. The name is new. But even but even the sandwich itself, it, it, you know, this is this is this is relatively new in the grand scheme of things. So let's get down right down to it, right? Mm-hmm. This is not the McChicken. No. The McChicken is a separate item on the McDonald's menu, which has been there for quite some time. Correct. We'll get into the history of it later. But what you need to know is, is that the McCrispy is their newer, let's call it more premium chicken sandwich. So, going to read off the copy here. The McDonald's McCrispy is a southern style fried chicken sandwich that's crispy, juicy, and tender perfection. It's topped with crinkle cut pickles and served on a toasted, buttered potato roll. Okay. Visually, this is pretty similar, all things considered, to say... Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. It's definitely going to be the the biggest inspiration here. The packaging, literally the same. Yes. It comes in a pouch or a bag. With like foil on the inside. Keep it hot. Keep it crispy. I suppose. And yeah, so so what would you say kind of distinguishes this from their previous sandwich? From the McChicken, that is? From the McChicken. Definitely the, the quality. All um, around. The way I would explain it and the way that I have explained it is when you go to the grocery store, you go to the freezer section where the chicken is. You'll see a lot of options. On one shelf, you'll see the chicken patties. Sometimes in like a big plastic bag. And those are discs that are kind of like chicken. They're kind of like chicken nuggets in the shape of a big disc. And they're pretty good. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, you have like Tyson brand chicken fillets, chicken breast, frozen chicken breast, stuff like that. And those are of a higher quality. They're not like artificially shaped into a puck. And they're typically, you know, they're a little thicker, a little juicier, a little meatier. And it's more like chicken. 
the shape is more like if you took a chicken breast and you sliced it in half, opened it up, cut it into the two pieces, then fried yes. that up. It looks more like like an actual piece of chicken. Yes. That is the difference here, where the McChicken is like a weird chicken patty, wherein the, the McCrispy is a filet. That is by far the biggest difference. Yes. So to go down the line then, the bun is more just like your your sort of like cheaper run-of-the-mill hamburger bun on the McChicken, right? Yes. As they call it, regular bun. <laughs> <laughs> And then the toppings are slightly different. So on the McChicken, it's mayo and lettuce, whereas on the McCrispy, it's just pickles. Correct. Like Chick-fil-A. And, and one thing, I, I mean, we're not going to talk too much about the McChicken. This is not the McChicken episode. No. But the McChicken is a, stand- is a pretty standalone item. It, it's got its toppings. And it has a seasoning on the chicken that makes it pretty distinct. It's got its own taste. I feel like the the McCrispy, kind of like so a lot of the other chicken sandwiches that we'll compare it to and we'll talk about, is a very basic item that you can put other sauces on and you can change the taste of it. But the chicken itself isn't isn't a, a, a super strong flavor on its own. If that makes sense. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty straightforward, like fried chicken, right? It's yeah, it, yeah. But they, they do have you covered. So today we're reviewing the basic regular McCrispy. They have an array here. They have a deluxe version, which is similar to things that we've talked about at, say, Chick-fil-A or KFC. The deluxe comes with lettuce, tomato, mm. and mayo, right? Yes. That And that seems to be the standard in the chicken sandwich game, right? The the deluxe or premium version, that's what, the, that's what it adds. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then and then they'll also do a spicy McCrispy and a spicy deluxe McCrispy. Now this this differs from some others in the game. Yeah, huge L. Yeah, so uh, Chick Fil A when you get the spicy, it is the seasoning on the sandwich yes. on, the on the chicken on the chi- yeah, yeah the breading yeah rather uh, on the chicken itself. The spicy McCrispy is a spicy sauce, not different chicken. Not as good, I gotta say. Yeah, yeah, it's not as good. It's not as. I good think that, that the, I think that the spicy breading at Chick Fil A is really unique. It's really special, and it tastes so good. Yeah, yeah, th- 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 that that's a that's a letdown. I feel like when I when I first tried the McCrispy, I went with the spicy because that is my typical order at Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. And I was let down, and I didn't really care for it that much. But yeah, but today we are taking a look at the standard. We did not get one of each or anything. We're just we're just reviewing their down the middle, their regular McCrispy. Correct. All right, right. W- what did you think of this thing? A- and you maybe give us a history, like you've had it before, things like that. Okay, okay. Well, let's get let's do the whole history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While we're here, so as with most things. McDonald's in most fast food history isn't perfectly documented, so this is rough. I feel but, I feel like we have a decent enough handle on it, but you're right. Lots of scattershot. I, yeah. Things change. Sometimes things can change regionally, and that can that mess it, things yes. up. 
So there's there's all sorts of reasons Who why. Who knows this what is your local spotty. McDonald's was doing? True. They they could have been doing anything. Maybe you had the McCrispy thirty years ago. I know. Let us know. <laughs> um, the McChicken was their first chicken sandwich, and it was a major success. Uh, Early eighties. Yes, and that's been on the menu ever since. Pretty much been the same the whole time. Uh, they made a full size version, a bigger version, in nineteen eighty. Uh, removed it, brought it back in '88. Uh, it's pretty. It was pretty much the same thing, and then they named it, or they replaced it with the crispy chicken deluxe. And then that tur- turned later in 2005 into the premium chicken sandwich, which was a line of sandwiches. Yes, they were pushing uh, a whole line of premium chicken sandwiches, doing like a deluxe kind of. You're eating good at McDonald's kind of thing. Well, some of these, not all of it was fried chicken, right? Some of it was grilled. Yes. And that was, that was, they were, what they were trying to combat was the mid-aughts pushback against red meat and and like kind of like in the post super size me world and things like that. They were trying to like offer alternatives that were. Still trying to give you, like, a, a substantial fast food type of sandwich experience. Mm-hmm. While, but this is also around the same time they're doing the salads. Yeah, but perhaps being yeah. cleaner. Right. Even though probably, especially in the case of the salads, very notoriously, still quite calorific. Uh-huh. You know, maybe not the best alternative, but, but yeah. But the idea was that they were trying to, quote unquote, clean up the menu, right? Correct. And then those were very different regionally and different things were offered everywhere. Yeah. Uh, The standard crispy chicken offering was renamed the premium crispy chicken deluxe. And then later on in like 2015, the buttermilk crispy chicken sandwich, which is the one that I remember eating when I was about 12 or 13 years old. The whole time, this wasn't like a main part of the menu. What I think, I didn't like it, but... I didn't understand it, to be honest. This was pre-chicken sandwich, like, meaning anything to me. And I didn't get why you wouldn't get the burger. Prior to the chicken sandwich becoming a thing, mm-hmm. I felt like the public perception of this of this whole deal was unpopular. Yeah. That's the vibe I always Nobody got. Nobody was getting this. The mixed chicken is different because it's weird. Yeah, like, I like a chicken sandwich, and I will say that, especially, like, back in the day, about, like, a McChicken or about the weird Burger King long yeah. chicken sandwich. <laughs> like, I always thought that those were, you know, super salty and maybe a little gross, but, like, good, you know. So I, was, yeah. I, I wasn't, like, opposed to chicken sandwiches, but I felt like when McDonald's was kind of going in on like we've got a line of chicken sandwiches, this was not popular. And it, it, it you know, it, it it going for about a decade, right, two thousand five to two thousand fifteen or so of them trying different stuff. It, it none of it stuck. None of it felt like yeah, this is going to be a staple McDonald's item for years to come. None of it. None of it hit in that way. Right. Until twenty twenty one, at the height of the sandwich wars. McDonald's introduced the crispy chicken sandwich. You might be a little confused uh, because in 2023, just a couple months ago, they renamed it to the McCrispy. So that's what we're talking about today. There you go. Uh, That was an attempt to 
I presume, clean up the menu and make it more obvious as to what anything is. Yeah. So it, it makes, it, now it is differentiated. You know that there's a McChicken and a McCrispy. And those are two different things. They're not just one chicken sandwich. That's still not amazing because no. it's like Mick C word. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they, a crispy chicken is a thing. So they yeah. kind of, it's the same. A crispy chicken is like a thing somebody would ask for. Yeah. This is all to make it more difficult for our mom to order food at the McDonald's drive-thru. Well, I, I feel like for any normal consumer, it still is and has been since they introduced this two years ago. Confusing. Overly confusing. And it's only gotten more confusing as they've kind of tried to do away with the dollar menu, which made it a little a little clear, clear what the two things are because the McChicken was always the cheaper $1 option. But it's gone up in price. Here, so it's a here, little, still confusing. Here is what I would have done in 2021. Mm-hmm. I would have put out the new chicken sandwich and called mm-hmm. it the McChicken and said the McChicken has been rebranded, revitalized, but not taken okay. the old one off of the menu. Uh-huh. I would have rebranded the old one as like the value chicken sandwich or something okay. to that effect. Like, or the, like, like the, the little dude. Like, like for instance, the little dude. I, I, I know, like McDonald's, they were workshopping lots yeah. and lots of new names. I don't think that they took a hard enough look at little dude. <laughs> like the little dude. I'd like two of those with a burger. And then the and big dude to go along with the Big Mac. Yeah. The, 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 McCrispy the big should, dude. The McCrispy should have been called the big dude. I think dude. that chicken is for dudes. <laughs> What's for girls? Burgers. <laughs> is this like um, how you, have you also convinced yourself that because you like Diet Coke that, that that's the boy one, right? Well, obviously. Because <laughs> that's what Ryan likes. <laughs> that has led to me and my experiences. I have vague ones with the buttermilk crispy chicken sandwich or whatever was on the menu before. Yeah. And not really liking that. In 2021, I had the crispy chicken sandwich. I was pretty excited about it as a McDonald's fan mm-hmm. and a chicken sandwich fan. And yeah, I've had many of them since then, here and there. It is yeah. it is part of my order. You're a chicken sandwich guy in general, wouldn't you say yes. that? Yeah, totally. Yes. And I think it's pretty good. I think it's a little weird in ways that I I did not I did not expect. And to be honest, I hadn't really thought about until we ate these today and, and are going to record this podcast now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. Okay, explain. Well, let me, what, let me what's explain. weird about it? Yeah, what's let weird me explain. about it? So this is the first chicken sandwich that we're reviewing that's not from a chicken place. We've done Chick-fil-A, Raising Cane's Fried Chicken, and KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken. All chicken places. It wasn't on purpose, but yeah, we started with three of the bigger names in fast food chicken. Haven't done Popeye's, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah. So this is the first one where it's not from a chicken place. Which is part of it. And I, I feel like, so we talked about this when we talked about like the Big Mac and I think the chicken nuggets as well. Where uh, And we've done this talks about a billion times when we talk about Taco Bell where these aren't trying to mimic the real, it's not trying to be a burger and compete with burgers. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not trying to, the, the Taco Bell is not trying to compete with your local Tex-Mex restaurants. Obviously the McChicken is not trying to compete with the other chicken sandwiches. 
The yes. McCrispy, on the other hand, yes, is okay. Which, yeah, is, I, which is interesting. Good point. That's a really good point. This is and unique I, in that sense. Yeah, it finds this weird in between where it's not like I would describe like the McNuggets as almost like lunchable tier of like that's not really chicken nuggets or chicken at all. Totally. Uh, the McCrispy is an in between where like it's got a weird McDonald's like tinge to it. Yeah, it it really does. Not, every I, every part of it's kind of weird. It, it flirts with chemicaliness. Flirts. It does. You know. It probably doesn't help that the sauce. My sauce of choice is their hot mustard, which kind of does just taste like raw chemicals. <laughs> but I mean, okay, so it's very simple. It's four ingredients, so we can kind of go one by one here. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna. It's three ingredients. I'm gonna say the butter isn't standing on its own and i couldn't tell you what the butter tastes like no so i'm going to skip over that part but it is important that it is buttered because that does make it align more with like chick-fil-a's challenge the crinkle cut pickles are mcdonald's pickles which have a weird taste to them they're very good and and like we said last last time we talked about raising canes you need the pickles on the sandwich yeah yeah they are like a house pickle right yes it's you know, the same pickles you'll find in the big mac we've talked about those mm-hmm. they're good they're i am i feel like they're a lot stronger than like say chick-fil-a's or kfc's i could see that uh and and one thing i like about them and i don't know if you have the same experience i feel like they definitely come out with in one bite and i feel like they only affect like a few bites of the whole sandwich like strongly i think that that's kind of interesting yeah you know and i do agree with that and i've always kind of felt that way about their pickle sam like their cheeseburger or whatever Mm. and i have i've used this term a few times on this show because i really like it heterogeneity it's good Uh it's good when food has a little bit of different in each bite and i do think that their pickles supply that appropriately I think that I've never felt the need to get extra pickles at McDonald's, despite being someone that really likes pickles, because I think I think that you get the right amount and the right distribution between each bite. Yes. And so it's interesting because you're only going to get so many bites truly impacted by the pickle. And then the rest of them, you know, are out to stand their own. But you have that pickle experience. So it kind of adds to it. And it reminds me a lot of, like you said, the cheeseburger and the Big Mac as well. Uh, The potato roll. Is weirdly McDonald's. It's not like their normal normal bun, but it 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 reminds me of what makes their bun and their sesame bun and like the the McRibs weird you know roll. It's so McDonald's, if that makes sense. I I can't explain uh, this one as yeah, well. Yeah, I guess that's where I I feel some slight disconnect. I I. I I do kind of understand bringing up the McRib, not in that mm-hmm. they share tangible similarities, but that they do feel unique as the bread at McDonald's. Where like they don't have another counterpart really on the menu. Yeah, like you can't really find this roll elsewhere on the menu. I get, I guess, where my slight pushback, or not pushback, but just mm-hmm. you know, this is how I feel about it. This to me feels like the component of this sandwich that feels the most copy and pasted. From yeah. from Chick Fil A, like th- like it this does. this bun, it just to me it just tastes like pretty straightforward. What people expect these days when they order the more expensive chicken sandwich or whatever, like this is this is, to me is just what I expect. But 
And then we're on to the star of the show here, the crispy chicken filet. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, dude. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's not... Okay, they call it crispy, juicy, and tender. I don't know if it's any of those. It is and it isn't across the whole thing. In some places, it's kind of dry. But it's definitely crispy, and it has a lot of breading. I think and it the is tender. Is strange. It is tender. Tender I, is a good word. I think tender is the word there that I would agree with. Yeah, it's crispy-ish. You mm-hmm. know? Around I mean, the edges, it's very crispy. It's crispier than a McChicken, for sure. Which yes. is kind of its counterpart on the menu via the naming schema. Yeah, it's not very juicy. <laughs> no. But it's got a, it's got a texture that... I, I don't feel like you're going to find anywhere else on McDonald's menu, but it fits right at home where like, it also doesn't really fit in with anything else on anyone's menu. Mm. It's just kind of weird. I, I, I think, you know, kind of the theme of your, of your opinion on this so far has been mm. that you're, you're basically saying that you think that this is a uniquely McDonald's sandwich. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. That I agree with. That I agree with. Uh, there's there's something where, like, yeah, you're trying to break down the components and be like, okay, like, how did... Because it's a simple sandwich, mm. as we've established. Being like, okay, what is it that makes this uniquely McDonald's? It, it It is all of the things you've described, and then at the same time, it is also... You take a bite of it, and you're like, yeah, it is. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's just a, an immediately recognized uh, angle to it where... I think that this would be an easy-ish sandwich to find in a blind taste test. <laughs> this would be the easiest one out of all of them. I I, I think so. Uh, yeah, it 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 is interesting. I I will I will give it yeah. that it is nothing if not an interesting, uniquely McDonald's chicken sandwich. Now I'll go on to say I think it's good. It's and I like it in the same ways that I like. All kinds of stuff at McDonald's. I think that the Big Mac and like... I, I love the Big Mac. I love the McRib. And these are weird fast food items that are so ingrained in my mind. Mm-hmm. And is what fast food is. I like I like the McCrispy in that way. Well, and I think that that kind of serves as a good, you know, differentiator here. Because I also like things like the Big Mac and the McRib. And even the nuggets, which I do think are also in that same category of very unique in the fast food world. This falls a little more in line with me with like the quarter pounder mm. or the the line of just the normal cheeseburgers. I don't know if it quite does enough to stand out in the field of chicken sandwiches. For sure. It, it it does feel like McDonald's entry in that field. I yes. don't know if it has enough to make me go, if I want a chicken sandwich, I got to have a McCrispy. I've never felt yeah. that way. That I, is what I was kind of alluding to. Yeah. All the times I've had this, it's bec- it was out of an urge for, I wanted McDonald's, mm-hmm. and this is one of the things that I got. Yeah. Unless so, I wanted a chicken sandwich, so I went to McDonald's. Right, right. Uh, so I'll you know I'll back up I'll add some more because just I, I I we like context here so mm-hmm. so I'll add some more to that pile and say you know when we were talking about that line that they had that 2005 to 2015 line mm-hmm. 
I never really messed with it, you know? Like, I maybe got, like, one of those sandwiches at some point. It wasn't anything that I came back to. But then once you get into the 2010s, I find it interesting of how the chicken sandwich wars of it all ended up playing out. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like, especially in like the early 2010s, Chick-fil-A had really started to carve out that market. Right. You know what I mean? Like late aughts into the early 2010s and then throughout is where I feel like they really started to heavily expand. They the they became more than just like the southern chicken place, right? And I thought that it was right for other places to kind of get in on their territory. Because I thought it was open. They were kind of the only game in town that was making a chicken sandwich like this for a long time. People didn't react until Popeye's did it. And I always thought that was a little strange. I always thought that that was a little strange. And you looked at the other chicken offerings at Mm -hmm. your major players, and they just weren't stacking up. But then Chick-fil-A made it a thing. It became viral. And then they all had to answer. One of the things that we didn't mention earlier, but I do think is relevant, is is that when they introduced this sandwich, you know, originally called the crispy chicken sandwich, that was the same time they almost lined up exactly with each other that Burger King put out the chicken. Right. Which we've talked about before in this show. I thought the chicken was a very good sandwich. And over the last two years... They've done something similar to McDonald's, but they went further. So not only did they do a name change, they've dropped the chicken branding. They've switched to a chicken sandwich that is much more in line with this one. Yeah. Their current chicken sandwich is a clone of this and a clone of Chick-fil-A. Their old one, the chicken, that was a huge piece of chicken. It was. That was their that was their trademark. It was long. Yeah, the chicken was giant it would yeah it would totally stick out the ends of the bun and everything it was Mm -hmm. a huge sandwich and it was really good but um but they've delved more into this form factor yeah i feel like the stuff that's been been the most influential is the buttered bun and then just the plain sandwich or just the pickles yes no sauce no lettuce no you know no garnish or anything like that Mm -hmm. uh just pickles chicken a buttered bun and you put it in the in the foil wrapper. It speaks it speaks for itself, and people responded well to that because the secret was is is that like people like a fast, decent piece of fried chicken. Yes, <laughs> that and was the story. The best way to get it. That was the story. That that like that's what people wanted. That that's where the market demand was. I would be very curious <laughs> how the sales do regular versus deluxe. I've always wondered. Yeah. I think there the deluxe, are deluxe people out there. I'm, I know there are, but I, I've always felt like the deluxe was a worse sandwich. <laughs> yeah, it just adds too much unnecessary stuff that I just don't see a point in. I think that those toppings can work well on on a cheeseburger, given you know mm-hmm. the, the type, you know what you're trying to do with it. I think those can be really good there. They don't work as well on these chicken sandwiches because I think that they are much better when they keep it to just the pickles. Yeah. So anyway, so that was what I was kind of bringing to this. That was kind of what was on my mind while I was eating this. I was thinking about it in the context of like, you know, they got to this eventually, but there is something to it that feels very responsive. 
It doesn't feel proactive. And I feel like a lot of these a lot of these chains are a lot better when they're being more proactive and they're going like, oh, we can do this our way and make it great versus being like, this is where the trend is and we have to match it. Mm-hmm. And and that's where I feel like McDonald's kind of get got left at with this. They wanted something that could stand up with the other ones and they did it. Like, you know what I mean? They yeah. made a sandwich that, you know, it fits right in like, they didn't, they didn't make a huge dud. It wasn't a huge swing or a miss. But that's because it wasn't like trying to to either start its own market or to bust one open, right? Of like taking something yeah. that was like in its early days and then making it the McDonald's way. It, it doesn't feel like they did that here. But when you try to do that, sometimes you do swing and you, you miss, right? Like that is where the failures can come. That. <laughs> That was honestly what they were trying to do with those chicken sandwiches in the mid aughts, yeah. right? They were <laughs> yeah. trying, they were trying to do something there, and it just didn't work. It, 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 yeah, I, I, I look at this, and it's like, yeah, you guys, you, you guys made a, a Chick Fil A like, right? Mm-hmm. And, and in some ways, it just feels a little too late. Of like, if I was ever to get back to that point, if I was ever wanting to get a chicken sandwich, I just don't see why I would want to get this one. No, over a Chick Fil A. Outside of the case that you described of like, oh well, I'm, I, I'm, I, I want McDonald's. Yeah, you know, for oh, whatever reason, is it the fries? You know, the yes. uh, Sprite. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Aside. Exactly. I'm a two sandwich kind of guy at McDonald's, <laughs> so I usually get like a cheese, like a single cheeseburger, and maybe a McCrispie, maybe a McChicken. Well, like today, for instance. I was a little hungrier today, so I got a quarter pounder. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is a pretty good sandwich. The one that I had today was solid. I you know you mentioned that you went with the hot mustard on the side today. Yeah. I went with the buffalo sauce on the side, which is good. We haven't we haven't talked about that one on the show before. I think, we, I think we've mm-hmm. talked about hot mustard before in the the nuggets episode, right? I think we did. Yeah, we talked about sweet and sour. We talked about honey mustard. I think we talked about hot mustard. Yeah. Uh, we we haven't talked about the buffalo before. Uh, McDonald's buffalo is pretty good. I I I don't know you know for people that haven't had it before like exactly what you might be expecting. But this isn't like a thinner like hot sauce style sauce. This mm. is this is uh this is a very creamy sauce. Yeah. It is it is a buffalo sauce that has gone hard on the creaming it up with butter or whatever to get it to be a pretty thicker creamier experience. Pretty pretty good. I, I I can't complain with that. You know what I mean? It's not the spiciest thing you've ever had, but it, it's solid. It went well with this, you know, and I just I kind of uh, just dipped it in occasionally, maybe every other bite. And I was pretty happy with that. And this was a pretty good delivery vehicle for whatever your McDonald's sauce of choice might be. That's a pretty good way to go about it, I think. That's what I was trying to say. And they've got pretty good sauces. I think that's kind of an underrated part of the menu. Mm -hmm. I think that they're pretty good across the board, which is kind of rare. And I feel like that's been a bit of a recurring theme with with these chicken sandwiches that we've reviewed, right? I feel like we kind of go back to, okay, these are stripped down sandwiches. Most people want to flirt it with a sauce, right? Yeah. 
maybe not go full hog, but uh, but like the Chick-fil-A sandwich, we use the Chick-fil-A sauce, the cane sand- sandwich, cane sauce. The KFC one that we had, that does mm. come with a sauce, unlike these other I think ones, they right? just call it KFC sauce, but yeah, they put it on the sandwich by default. It, is, is it KFC or is it or is it just mayo? I think it's like a spicier mayo, is it not? It might, it might, well, but they do a spicy sandwich that does do the spicy sauce thing like That's McDonald's true. does. All I know is that the, 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 the Vault KFC chicken sandwich does for sure have like a flavor yeah. sauce. Yes. It's got a flavor for somewhere. I don't know. Right. But I, and the the point is 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 that that's relevant to the to the conversation of yeah. any of these chicken sandwiches. Is yeah, most people are gonna gonna put a sauce next to it, right? Yeah. And I feel like we were both pretty happy with the ones that we had today. What do you think, man? Is it is it time to do the rating? Did you have anything else that you wanted to get to? It's it's a straightforward sandwich. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely simple. It's I'm, I'm having a tough time with the rating though. Mm. I'm gonna be honest. I went in there thinking one thing. I'm coming out thinking, I don't know. Maybe I'm. I don't know. How about I go first? You go first. Because I'm of a similar mind. I, you know, I'll work through my process. I'm flirting between a three or a four. Mm-hmm. And the four is a little bit more generous. And it's mostly saying, is this really missing in any real way? Right? Is this, is this failing at anything? And in a lot of ways, it's not. But I think I'm going to end up going with the three, even though mm. I could easily be convinced of the four. So like a three and a half, which we have done half scores before. Yeah, that is could easily have been in play. I'm going to go with the three just because I, it, it's a gut check of does this excite me? Was like, did I did I was I glad to get one? Like it was good. It was filling. I didn't have any real problems with it. But to me, that all can still qualify as a three out of five, which is still slightly above score. average. Yeah, it's still it, yeah, it's still above average. It, it it still entails everything. I know some people might be used to the American <laughs> school grading system where they see three out of five. Either. They think sixty percent, which is a fail. That is not how our scale works. A three out of five is above average. I like two out of fives. I know you do. <laughs> this is the point of contention on the show, but like I don't know, some two out of fives, I kind of like them. <laughs> I I'm well aware. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm th- of wait, the same wait, mindset. Well, yeah, th- th- three golden ar- arches out of five. Just okay. To, yes. Just, yeah. I, I I was in the same spot, and I'm gonna have to agree with three golden arches out of five, because what I'm thinking is like, yeah, it's good. I don't. I just think it's just straight up. It's just not as good. It just doesn't match up to other chicken sandwiches that are out there. Uh, I'm not. I'm not like, I don't. I wouldn't look at anything here and say that it's like failing or any, any individual part of it's like actively bad. Mm-hmm. I just. Th- I think not as good is the way I would describe it. Uh, and that makes a lot of sense. Well, the first thing I said was, "This is the first chicken sandwich we're doing that's not from a chicken place." Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just not going to be as good. This and it is tastes not their like focus. It. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it, it tastes like this is not. Somebody that makes a chicken. This this tastes like McDonald's tried to make one. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Stick to burgers, McDonald's. 
hey man, I uh, I think they might have learned the lesson considering that since they made the crispy chicken sandwich two years ago, how mm-hmm. many new menu items have they added since then? Like none. Like none. It, and they're all burgers. Yeah, like, they just don't do new sandwiches anymore or, or do anything anymore. They kind of try to keep it as simple as possible. In the yeah. United States, at least, right? Yes. Internationally, they try shit all the time, but in in the United States, at least, they keep it. They keep it simple. A lot of downsizing on the menu. True. They got to bring back the all day breakfast. No, they got to bring back the popcorn chicken. <laughs> and I, I, I don't care about anything else. <laughs> People may remember your rant from the. I believe it was the chicken nugget episode. <laughs> yes. The all-day breakfast is good. And yeah, that's uh, whatever. Who cares? I care. That Me. is important. Because that should, now they should bring that back. And it should be a standard so that I can get the AM crunch wrap all day long. That's the only thing I actually care about. The McDonald's oh. or whatever. Oh, oh, you're saying McDonald's should do all-day breakfast to force Taco Bell into yes, doing all-day to set day. a precedent for them to do it down the street. <laughs> I want all-day breakfast so I can get McGriddles all day. That's why I want all-day breakfast. But they had only gotten rid of it recently, right? They got rid of it because of COVID? They didn't, yeah. They, so, they, yeah, they didn't have it for all that long, but... Yeah. Yeah, just because of COVID. Was it like a 2018 to 2020? Wasn't it like... That sounds about right, yeah. A window like that, maybe 2017 or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is an interesting one. Like, I don't know about you, but while we while I was eating it... Like, I was just like, yeah, this is good-ish. <laughs> but I, I feel like sometimes with our, our scales, we get too caught up in, in the moment. And there's a bigger picture here. It's true. It's true. When I'm, eating, when I'm eating McDonald's, this is probably a five out of five on the McDonald's menu. Oh, yeah. I see this, what you're saying. Like, it's one of the better things This is one of the better do. things on the menu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, it's it's easier to look at the bigger picture when we're, now, we're, we're actively comparing it. To the field and to the, the world of fast food. Yeah, and bringing right. in our experience of all the other chicken sandwiches we've ever eaten, in addition to the ones that we've reviewed on the show, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's it's interesting that we that we lined up on this one, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. To, to, get, to catch people up on our rating, right? Do you want to go through our list so far? Okay. Starting at the bottom. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Their chicken sandwich. Uh, at the time, it was the Jack Harlow chicken sandwich. <laughs> uh, you gave it, Stephen gave it, a mm-hmm. 7 out of 11 herbs and spices. Herbs and spices, that is. Yep. Uh, and I gave it 9 out of 11. Yes. Number two, we've got Raising Cane's chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. which you gave a 4 out of 5, and I gave a 4 out of 5. Uh-huh. And then at number one. Good, good sandwich. Oh, that was a good sandwich, yeah. That was a good sandwich. Uh, number one, we've got the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, which we both gave a five out of five. Good score. Good score. Uh, and so you can do the math at home and, and put seven out of 11 and nine out of 11 in your calculator and uh-huh. figure out what those percentages are and come to the conclusion <laughs> that McDonald's McCrispy uh, is going to be at number four. That's right in at the bottom. Tier list. Currently, yeah. the worst chicken sandwich that you can get, according to us. Yes. 
Still pretty good, though. I mean, all these considered. We haven't got any absolute duds yet. Still still pretty good. Still pretty good. You can't go wrong, I don't think, with any of these four. No. No. No, they all have their merits. They all succeed at different things. Uh, I think that I think that the McCrispy is good at being the McDonald's version. Yeah. Uh, I think that, like, the KFC is probably... I think that's the juiciest of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that raising canes has probably the crispiest so- the chicken and maybe the best sauce. Maybe. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what I would, was gonna say. Chick Fil A is the all rounder. Very cool. I'm glad that we got back to this. I I I I think that this is this is good for the Podfast Foodcast. Yeah. To have a running list, kind of going in the background. I I I think it gives us some good incentive to to go back to some of our staple places, right? This is a good opportunity to go back to Burger King or Wendy's or something like that. But then opening the door to trying a new place, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of like our our own extended universe. Yeah, the Podfast, Foodcast, Chicken Sandwich, Extended Universe. Yeah. Not a mouthful whatsoever. drive engagements. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to have the biggest podcast episode of all time. Do you think that we're ever going to do a crossover with Fork Soda Reviews? No, I don't know that guy. <laughs> what do you think the single most listened to episode of any podcast ever is? Uh, okay, I got, I got, I got a couple I could th- float by you. Okay, are these real answers. Uh, Barack Obama going on uh, WTF with Mark Maron. That happened. Oh my god, <laughs> that's up there. The Elon Musk Joe Rogan episode. Yeah, that was my first thought. That's got <laughs> listeners. Huh. Well, uh, one of my favorite episodes of any podcast. Sorry, it's another WTF with Mark Barron episode. It was when Gallagher went on. Gallagher was the comedian from like the 80s and 90s that would smash the watermelons. Yeah. Uh, he went on WTF with Mark Barron and then halfway through walked out because he got so pissed at the interview. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I'm googling it. Yeah, that's not right. What's up? Oh, this is this is by rating. <laughs> but wow, like, are you on this the same list of like the by rating where two of the episodes, the two first episodes I mentioned, I are both in the top four, yeah, three and four? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like the first episode of Serial. That's a good one. That's just a good episode of a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, season one, episode one of uh, of Serial. That's a good one. What's your What's your favorite podcast episode that you've listened to personally? Like individual. Yeah, or or you could just say a podcast. I don't know anything. Um. Oh boy. Um. Okay. Okay. Episode 214 of the Ellen Podcast. Oh, you li- you're a listener? Yeah, but I listened to all of them up to 214. <laughs> this is the last one I listened to. There's not 214 episodes of the Ellen Podcast. Do you think there are? Was there a guest on it? <laughs> Most likely, right? You don't have it pulled up or something? I'm trying to pull it up. And there's only been five episodes. Oh. So never mind. Yeah. Oh. Um, no, I'm not much of a podcast guy, actually. 
Uh, and I think there's too many of them. And I think they should stop it. <laughs> what are you doing over there? That, okay, I was trying to find my favorite episode of a podcast. My favorite episode of a podcast is uh, it's a podcast called The Dollop. And it's a comedy uh-huh. podcast with two guys uh, that it's a quote unquote history podcast where one of them learns about an event or something or like a person, anything really, and then explains it to the other host of the podcast for an hour mm-hmm. or whatever. And the 12th, the 12th episode of their podcast is titled legendary baseball player Rube Waddell. And it is one of the funniest things that I have ever listened to. It is that really a real answer. Yes. A real answer. I highly recommend it to people. It is so funny. It is about a baseball player that played in the late 19th century, early, early 1900s. Right. Mm -hmm. And he lived an extraordinary life and was a very strange man. One little one little uh, bit that I feel like uh, could guide people to it potentially was that he was a pitcher in baseball. Mm. And he said that he learned how to play baseball and learned how to pitch because when he was a child, he used to throw rocks at birds. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, that's Ru- awesome. Uh, Rube was <laughs> was not the man's given name. <laughs> his name was George. He was called Rube his entire life because of his lack of intelligence. Oh, and he was just a really funny guy. He was he was just a a great all around dude, and it's an excellent podcast episode. Nice. Fun fact: Rube Waddell is in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh, he was that's re- hard to get into. He was really good. <laughs> yeah, in addition to the insanity and being <laughs> nuts, yeah, he was also, like, an amazing baseball player. <laughs> uh, my favorite podcast episode is probably the Joe Rogan experience where Elon Musk goes on there. I think that was awesome. Oh. Yeah, that was epic and so cool. Uh, my favorite podcast episode is the Giant Bombcast, where uh, the host of the podcast, Ryan Davis, kept restarting the show throughout the show. He took all the segments of the show and he did them mm-hmm. out of order, and he would keep like replaying the theme music throughout it. It was it was very funny. It was very high concept. Oh, okay. For the for the late aughts in the podcasting space, it was it was just really cool. <laughs> I I haven't listened to the to the Elon Rogan one. Uh what what about it? Oh, there's like? some epic moments. There's some awesome thought-provoking conversations. Um there's some Really right because I think it's cringe. Oh, no, 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 no. Those are two of the coolest people alive. Uh, why didn't Elon contact uh, Joe Rogan for the potential bout that he was going to have with Mark? Yeah, Zuckerberg? Joe Rogan was a fighter. Wasn't he? No, a... did you not see the tweet specifically? Uh-uh. He had a Twitter thread where he specifically said, I do not want to go through Joe Rogan and UFC. I want to do this through our respective charities. 
Oh. And then, and, and then two days later, he backed out. So he's ducking from Zuckerberg, but he's ducking at Joe Rogan as well. That's now right. Joe Rogan is still currently UFC. I didn't know that. He's so he's 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 like he's he's big UFC man. Ah, is that what he talks about in his podcast? Big UFC uh, UFC guy. Him and him and him and Dana White. Uh, you and me both huge experts on all things. Joe Rogan, Elon Musk, and UFC. I love fighting. Like, who do you think would have won, dude? Elon or Zuck? Uh, I'm hashtag Team Zuck. Yeah. Hashtag on Twitter. <laughs> oh, does Threads not do hashtags? Yeah. Uh, also, what's Twitter? I'm on X.com. Yeah, dude, have you, you find me on there? Have you have you seen someone link? To an x.com slash. I did today by accident and I felt so gross. Do, well, no, doesn't it look like yes. you're a malware? It looks like porn. Yes, porn or like. I, said, I was trying to send my friend a post on X, not a tweet, a post, and it said x.com. I was like, oh. Oh, God. Uh, that website sucks and fuck Don Musk. And fuck Joe Rogan. Uh, as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Are you, are, you, are you not gonna say that? <laughs> uh, I don't like Elon Musk yet. No. Yeah. I don't swear in the podcast though, and I never have, so I don't know what this is from you. <laughs> That's not true. I like to keep it family friendly because I'm ready for advertisers. <laughs> advertisers don't like swearing. What? Since when? No, I hate it. I don't want any of the gr- no. I don't want any of the gross advertisers that would be okay with swearing. <laughs> Oh, I see. I do want the good Christian-made companies like Manscaped. And that's going to do it for this week's episode of the PodFast Foodcast. I want to thank everybody for listening. This has been another fantastic episode. What a good time we just had. I just had a lot of fun, yeah. I just had tons of fun. All right, that's it. We'll see you next week. See ya.